Be their hero, their defense, their lifeline. If you suspect child abuse or neglect, call Childline. And trained professionals will listen and make referrals to investigative agencies to keep kids safe. Many cases of child abuse and neglect go unreported because someone didn't want to get involved. Don't look back and wonder, what if I made the call? Call Childline at 1-800-932-0313. Paid for with Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars. Are you a nurse seeking a more rewarding career? The Pennsylvania Department of Military and Veterans Affairs is looking for compassionate RNs, LPNs, and CNAs to care for the brave military veterans and their spouses at our Gino J. Murley Veterans Home. We offer competitive pay, benefits, and opportunities to grow. Learn how you can use your nursing skills to embark on a rewarding career at veteranshomes.pa.gov. Paid for with Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars. CBS News Special Report. There have been weeks of heavy attacks around the port city of Mariupol, but Ukrainian soldiers have not given in to Russian forces. Deputy Mayor Sergei Orlov. We can confirm that Ukrainian army control a part of our city. I don't know exact percentage, but I think it's about 25 to 30 percent. And we continue to defeat while Russian continue to destroy all the civil infrastructure, all the killed citizens. Ukrainians refuse to give up a key steel plant where officials say there could be thousands of civilians sheltering in the basement. This woman's cousin is there. They never tell us about real conditions. Probably they don't want to upset us, but they have very little supplies, food supplies, medical supplies. She says she hasn't heard from him in over a month. The plant is said to be completely surrounded now by Russian troops. CBS News Special Report. I'm Stacey Lynn. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. What? I said you look quite well today. Thank you. I am well. I uh, feel good. Did I say you were strikingly handsome for April yet? Have I done that? Have no, I discharged you that not. obligation? Mm, I don't believe so. Well, then you are strikingly handsome. We'll go back to the archives, and if uh, <laughs> if if you have said it, then you're good for me. Oh, good. You mean I could store it ahead? If I just said it five times right now, I'd be good to the end of the year. Yes, but we'd lose the entire <laughs> audience, so it wouldn't. <laughs> There'd be no point in having you here. Well, we may have well uh, done that on our own anyway. All right. So welcome on board, everybody. It's the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. I want to tell you about, I talked about the electric vehicles. Yes, you can ride an e-bike around if you want to. That's electrified, but you don't need to. You can drive in the Hyundai Tucson. Are you happy? Uh, The Ford Lightning. I couldn't remember the name of it yesterday. The Ford Mustang Mach-E or the Kia Nero electric vehicle. Why do I pick out those four electric vehicles because you? they're from the Sunbury Motor Company. Aha! They may take a little bit while to get them. Some of them have a four-week wait. That's not too bad. The Ford Lightning, that's going to be a couple months. But you can order, and you'll be enjoying a 2023. I'm just trying to be realistic here. But if you need a vehicle right now, gasoline-powered vehicles are on the lot. Escape, Edge, uh, let's see, F-150, Echo, Explorers, Rangers, I should 
should have looked at this inventory before we came in. Bronco Sport. Okay, so those are the things that are available on the lot right now. But if you're going to be wise and go electric and do the right thing uh, for our planet and to help save the world for your oh, great-grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Okay, I've strayed from the Sunbury Motor Company copy here. But Sunbury if you choose to go electric, <laughs> the Sunbury Motor Company is the place to go. Absolutely. Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. And if you're just going to have them work on your existing vehicle, as I've done on more than one occasion, uh, they have the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. They've got a body shop. they got an alignment shop. they got a hair restoration shop. You name it. So they, they oh, have good. something. Let me, let me make an appointment there. They have something for they everybody. They actually can restore my hair? That's what I wrote down in my copy here. I'm you sure. wrote the Sunbury Motor Company I, has a hair restoration I, service. I have it written down here. I'm sure you, you don't think it's I put it. going to be quite a shock to Tom to find that out. <laughs> yes, and poor Corey's like, uh-oh, now get Lawrence. Get the hook for Lawrence. Sunburymotors.com. Skip that last item, but everything else I said is 100% true. They'll help you electrify the fleet at your house at the Sunbury Motor Company. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We have a lot of anti-Republican dementia to carry over from yesterday. Oh, okay, isn't that funny? <laughs> How If it's if it's uh, anti-Democrat, it's wise emails from our good listeners, but no, if it's well, it depends, anti-Republican... It depends on whether or not it's fair. Some right. of it's fair, some of it isn't. All right, uh, 1-800-795-9565. Email on the mark at WKOK.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Of course, your boyfriend was in town yesterday. You're so enamored by him. you got a man crush on him, but you did I not did. see him at any of the spots? I told you. I, unfortunately, uh, by the time I got an invitation, I was unable to attend because of another commitment I had made. Okay. Well, that's too bad. However, my man crush, as you put it, on Dr. Mm-hmm. Oz is not a man crush. It's just a simple analytical decision that he would be the best candidate for United States Senate in the field. Tell me something about his viewpoints politically. I don't care what his viewpoints politically are. That's not the or point. Where does he stand on issues? He stands firmly on the conservative side. Okay, so you don't know a thing about him. You just It's just a man crush, which no, is fine. I do There's know no about fault him. there. We're Look, if you're going to argue that uh, that Dr. Oz is a Hollywood liberal, if he doesn't espouse true conservative principles, you know, I think you have to look at what a person has said. I find Dr. Oz, you know, some Republicans and some conservatives find it troubling that in the past he said certain things. I view that no differently than I do the flip-flopping done by Joe Biden and some of the other political leaders. People evolve over time. The fact that I <clears throat> I have a position I have today doesn't mean I held it for the entirety of my life. You know, so I don't fault people for modifying their views. I just like them to be honest about it, and I think Dr. Oz has been honest about the contradictions in his life. Most elected leaders, thanks to the vortex, when they get to Washington, they portray the perfect party that they were sent for. You know, they become ultra-conservative or become ultra-liberal, depending upon, you know, which side you're on. And so Oz would probably be that. His goal, of course, would always be to get reelected, so he'll keep doing conservative things. There might be individual votes that you might not like from time to time. Well, how did, how is being a conservative going to help him in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh? Just out of curiosity, it isn't. So if he was trying to move those counties toward the center, mm-hmm. he wouldn't espouse um, conservative values, which he's doing right now. Well, one of the reporters who was there yesterday said he wasn't one of the vitriolic, uh, you know, I love Trump and hate and H-A-T-E Democrats. He doesn't have no, that rhetoric. It's very progressive and uh, they were they uh, switched him in their on their list uh, from vitriolic GOP to uh, 
a reasonable candidate, put him on the reasonable list, you know, of candidates. Well, so. that was the point I was making. I think the man is reasonable. I think he's he's had a lifetime of experiences. He's got um, certainly media savvy that very few political people ever get. I mean, he's certainly not going to be a, a, a novice well, he has when a he Hollywood comes. Walk of <laughs> a star in the star. Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, all right. Well, so is there anything wrong with that? Ronald Reagan does too, and he was a pretty darn good president. I have to stand up now. Well, I uh, yeah, <laughs> sit down. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I just thought the timing was suspect because it helped propel his campaign. But nothing has helped his campaign more than President Trump's endorsement. That's what's really you know bumped him ahead uh, two points immediately. And who knows now with a, a, a more elaborate poll that comes out is he'll probably be farther ahead. Bad news for David McCormick, but David McCormick is one of the you know sort of the Democratic policies are going to he's funded by the Democrats. Kill us. David I've heard Mc- Dr. Oz's spots. Oh, He's oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I haven't listened to that. I've heard. I think I might have heard somebody he loves tweet that or something. <laughs> he does. Okay. I, I don't know. I mean, all let's right. face it. Well, we'll find out today. He's in our area today. They all say things about the other side that, you know, maybe in retrospect they wouldn't. But who first went uh, kind of dirty? I think they came after Dr. Oz before he went after them. Well, and I think the key is what will they do when they're in Washington? Ask them what they're going to do in Washington and then monitor them closely. That might be sound advice rather than scrutinize every funder, every remark. Uh, you know, I mean, Dr. Oz on his Dr. Oz show, if he said something that was suspect about fracking, I mean, his role then is an, is an entertainer and a physician and strictly medical. He wasn't there as a U.S. senator, you know, potentially de- de- helping to decide energy policy for the country. You know, so if he said something that questions the medical or the uh, uh, health Issues that are still unanswered. I mean, we still don't know what a you know a, a fracking well will do 300 years from now. So I think that's an okay question for a medical person to ask. Well, none of us alive today are going to know what happens in 300 years. Well, that's true, but I think there are. Uh, un- well, that's it. It's an unanswered question. Then there's other unanswered questions about. Well, I don't want to have a fracking argument or any kind of an energy argument today. We can. No, we have other things. Other fish to fry. Candidates, but. Uh, well, and we have we have in Doctor Oz, I think, a guy who is analytical. He is a scientist. Let's face it, doctors don't get their degrees without knowing something about science or being involved in science. He's certainly got media experience. He's put together a successful business and, and a brand. So, I mean, I don't see anything in his background that precludes him from being an outstanding United States senator. If you want to argue that he wasn't born and raised in Pennsylvania and that's the criteria no, you choose to one. impose on a candidate no. for Senate, then go ahead and do it. But I don't, choose to pre- I don't choose to feel that way about it. Well, and I I think what he's doing is he's really because maybe because he doesn't have a record of uh, political decisions he's really just talking in platitudes and ideas and things that he stands for and a platitudes is condescending I don't say well, he's talking I, in platitudes. He's when, talking when in generalities. You know, Democratic policies are going to ruin the nation and things like that. Uh, that's I, not a platitude. That's well, a generality. Well, fine. You use your little definitions. People know what I'm talking about. I use about. my big definitions. Normal people know what I'm talking about. But <laughs> in any event, he doesn't have a political record to go back on, so he simply has to say how he feels about everything. So well, same with McSwain. Fine. He's running on that. I've never run for office. Okay. Well, he got <laughs> is that President Trump. You know, is that a benefit or is that a serious draw? 
drawback. If you believe that political experience is important, no one has more political experience than Joe Biden, and I submit to you that his presidency is far from exemplary. Right, and uh, President Trump had no political experience, and look and at his, him. his was so less than exemplary. probably the most divisive president we've had in a long time. Yeah, so I mean, we've, we've tried... Well, look at Jake Corman. I mean, the voters aren't responding to the experience that he's had, but I think a lot of times Jake Corman has been at the center of a division, and people may see him as maybe indicative of division. Well, he's been in a very partisan job. I mean, he can't do what he's doing without partisanship, whether we like it or not. Frankly, I don't like that kind of partisanship, but in any event, it's what we have to deal with. All right, folks. Well, tragically, uh, Joe and I could probably discuss politics for a day or two, So, but that doesn't really include you and has nothing to do with the emails that we have in front of us. Oh, well, EB has a, uh, another, another screed. Another screed from EB. Right? Thank you. I took the words right out of your mouth. All right, let me uh, finish my sentences. 1-800-795-9565 if you want to weigh on. We were just Slaying, uh, talking about politics, and uh, Dr. Oz, one of our good uh, reporters around here, switched him from uh, ultra-right to reasonable in, in their observation, so we can talk about that. Uh, and uh, so call us now if you wish to, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236, include the keyword OTM. Before you read this, I think we should say that yesterday, uh, it was probably an email from Monday. Uh, EB sent us a letter, and at the end of it, he concluded that, uh, yes, Democrats have a history of racism uh, that uh, seemed to pivot after the 60s. Is that the, the probably the best? After the Johnson administration. After the John- right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And civil rights, we kind of blended that right into there. And uh, his point was that now the uh, things have, the tables have turned, and the Republicans are the racist Klan members, <laughs> and Democrats are the folks working for more. Or, uh, inclusion and or diversity or when acceptance. When was the Klan at its highest? It was at, as its highest during the 1920s, okay. and it was largely populated by Southern by Democrats. Democrats. Well, I think E.B. says things have gone full circle, and now Republicans are Klansmen. How many Klan, his The opinion. Klan is almost non-existent today. Look, it's a figure of speech, Joe. I see. So, in other words, Klansmen stands for what? White supremacy of, in all of its forms? And to that end, E.B. sends another note He today. says, you read several of my emails on yesterday show for which I thank you. However, I noticed something quite interesting. There was a lot of outrage about what I said. In other words, the racism and bigotry that has infested the Republican Party didn't really bother anyone, but me pointing out that racism and bigotry most certainly did. The actual racism was something your callers were quite willing to accept and overlook. They just didn't like someone confronting them with it. That, to me, speaks volumes. Shouldn't a decent human being be primarily upset about the racist policies of their party? Shouldn't that make them say, hey, something is wrong here? Well, it didn't. Instead, the anger was directed toward the messenger. Just more proof of how tolerant and even approving of racism the Republican Party has become. E.B., that wasn't the point at all. The point is that you lack any form, any even a scintilla of fairness in your assessments. There are no, if I read Should your you letter correctly, there are no Democratic racists. You know of any Democratic racists? They're all, everybody in the Democratic Party, that's a condition of entering the Democratic Party. You may not be a racist. I do know I one. I submit to you, there are Democratic racists. I do know one. There is only one, and I know him. You know him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll introduce you later. There's more than one. Oh, is there? Okay. You know, racism has well, nothing to do... Well, Republicans own it. Uh, Demo- no, they don't own it. Democrats Republicans push- don't own racism. Okay. Nobody owns it. It's all an right. individual trait that needs to be combated by intelligence, right. by learning, by 
by education, by realizing that we are all one under God's Denial. good world. All right. Uh, upper right-hand corner, So, Joe. in any event, E.B., I would urge you to, you know, just contemplate fairness before you write in. It was like he said that that judge uh, who overturned the mask mandate, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on the surface, the fact that the Bar Association called her unqualified. Well, she's it, a Trump judge, right? It was, yes, but it was only because that she had lacked experience. And I pointed out all the other judges that were appointed without experience, and even the Bar and Association. And qualified during the and Trump And even the Bar Association said she had a keen intellect and that her integrity was not in question at all. But. Scintilla. So, so not a scintilla of what's, evidence. What's the definition of scintilla? A tiny, tiny a tiny bit. little bit. Okay. <laughs> a all right. tiny trace or spark of a okay. specified quantity or feeling. Okay, folks, the word of the day, scintilla. Scintilla. Right. scintilla. 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 All right, another of our writers says, yes, people, if you want change, get out there and vote. Your favorite person will never make it if you don't place your ballot in the box. Remember, remember that because it's true. Rhetoric is one thing, but the actual vote in the box makes things happen. All right. Yeah, and I actually, I encourage people not to vote. <laughs> yeah, because that I'm, makes your vote more important. <laughs> right. Exactly. I've always loved this discussion. <laughs> exactly. He's been arguing this for thirty years. Please do not vote. Don't vote. Then my vote has more power. <laughs> when we put voter registration stuff on the website, he takes it down. Does so. he really? Okay. <laughs> do not register. No, I'm just do not I'm, register. Do I'm not kidding. vote. I, I actually had a political science teacher who actually had who actually said that in class one time. Yeah, and, don't vote. And he's like, don't vote. That makes my more powerful, and I thought that's a great line, and I've used it ever since. Don't vote; it kills the extreme, or it hurts the extremist vote. All right, so thank you for that email. I think May second is the deadline to register to vote. One of our listeners is concerned about President Trump's faith. Uh, Says he's such a Christian, and then she sent a clipping from Yahoo.com. Right, uh, the, this is I love Donald Trump. Spent the Easter weekend enjoying two of his favorite activities. Sources say sources. Who sources? Golfing and greeting adoring guests at his Mar-a-Lago resort. Now. Right off the bat, you can see how slanted this is. His adoring guests. Why not just say guests at Mar-a-Lago? All right. On Saturday and Sunday morning, the former president played rounds of golf with members of Trump International Golf Club in West Palm Beach, Florida, a source tells People. He is no longer the president, says one insider, so he doesn't have to go to church. Yeah, I'm sure this (laughs) unidentified insider... (laughs) He doesn't have to go to church. He's still a sinner. Trump, 75, did have a traditional Easter celebration, however, heading to a brunch at his Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago home, passing supporters waving signs along the way on Sunday after hitting the links <laughs> earlier that morning. Political palms, they call them, when you wave a sign at a, at a, a leader you adore, if you're an adoring fan. All right, thank you for reading well, that. Well, I mean, I will say one thing, you know, traditionally, Easter is not a day where people who go to church don't go to church. It's a day mm-hmm. where people who don't go to church go to church. You're right, C&E, so, C&E, they call it? The C&E crowd, yes, our late priest, Father Joe, used to call them the C&E crowd. Wow. One of our listeners says, what about experience? What candidates have some experience in knowing how to get things done in Washington? Do outsiders often get things done in Washington? I submit to you again from the Twilight Zone, Joe Biden, more experienced you couldn't get in Washington. Right. And what has he accomplished? He's having a struggle. And Zippo. Then, of course, President Trump was a non-experienced uh, person. Done. And he got half his agenda completed. Yep, he did. So All right, 1-800-795-9565. We'll take a quickie break. When we come back, we'd love you to weigh in 
on this. We are looking for a scintilla of truth in everybody's comment who calls in. 1-800-795-9565. Scintilla. Scintilla, thank you. With alacrity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, which means with great enthusiasm, correct? And haste, yes. Haste, oh yeah. Oh, I got to get on to the break with alacrity. All right, here we go. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Straight down the middle. It went straight down the middle. Then it started to hook just a wee, wee bit. And that's when my caddy lost sight of it. That little white <laughs> Yeah, it used to be a caddy. That's happened a couple times. <laughs> Always carry... I don't believe a, I've ever heard that song before. <laughs> Always carry whatever ball the golfer's playing with you in case, you know, it just needs to be found no matter what. Well, that's why I quit playing golf. I've lost so many golf oh, balls I, over, the <laughs> over the years. That's why I don't play any golf ball I can't afford to lose. Because yeah, well, I usually yeah. do. There's no Titleist in his bag. They have Walmart golf balls, right? I even re- reluctantly bought the most expensive golf balls I could find for you. Oh, Maybe that was you. my problem. Mm-hmm. I lost them even faster than the cheap balls. <laughs> yeah, the dimples <laughs> cause a hook to be exaggerated on the yeah, uh, right. modified balls. All right. Uh, we have some emails. We invite your calls, 1-800-795-9565. It's an open phones day. Uh, later on, we're going to talk about a very interesting opinion piece by Jason Chaffetz, a retired Utah congressman, about the Democratic Party not being your parents, your father's Democratic Party anymore. It's not the same, huh? All right, Tom says, a pathetic field. I assume he's referring to the United States Republican Senate candidates. Or gubernatorial. Ozzy Osbourne and Old McDonald have way too much money. They would legislate to keep it that way, and the majority of the workers will be left behind. Gee, look at all the rich Democrats. Well, yeah, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, look at Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, she, but at least they behave in a uh, middle-class assisting way. Conservatives want to cut off the bottom of the middle class. Do you really think so? I've always said, I and I so, seriously yes. believe this, that Republicans want to give you a hand up and the Democrats want oh, to give yeah. you a hand out. Right. Yeah, that's a great act You know, we, w- we want to find some way for you to succeed on your own without the government saying, poor little Mark, you can't succeed without us stepping in and giving you a big push in the posterior so that we get you over the finish line. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. If you cry cry, uh, cry, cry. cry BS to Joe's recent marks, call in now. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarket.com. Joe, you got uh, three panels well, there. Well, the uh, we have a text that says, once again, E.B., 
shows his foolishness. Another one says, Mark, you claim Trump was the most divisive president of the United States ever? Really? Who fomented that division? Fomented. Fomented. Uh, well, fomented. Uh, yeah, it takes two to fomented. tango. No argument It was there. Democrats and the mainstream media that fomented it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is very uh, true, true that. Thank you, sir. All right. So yeah, you we'll apologize for calling him that. Who, oh, no, pres- I think he was Trump. the most divisive president. But you were, you're a better historian. Was he the most divisive? But I think our country is the most divided. No, I think the most divisive would have been uh, Andrew Johnson. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> How about modern era? Okay. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, you said who's I, the most divisive president. I didn't mean to president. get off the dusty history book here. All right. We do have a call coming in, but we could take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. While we're processing that call, Bob says, good morning. After listening to your program yesterday, I see Republicans still believe all the lies the Trump administration said. Like we're independent on fuel oil, this is a fact check. Under Trump, U.S. imports from Russia spiked during Trump's presidency. Trump imported this much oil from Russia, 137 million barrels in 2018, 189 million barrels in 2019, 197.7 million in 2020, per CNN. Of course, they're such a truthful organization. Truth under Biden, production of fuel is higher than Trump's first two years. Also, if we don't shift to renewable or nuclear energy, we will need pipelines halfway around the world. Biden is doing much better than the last clown. Well, that implies that Biden, and I agree, is a clown. Okay. <laughs> the last clown. They're well, all clowns. Bob's 100% right. If you're going to say energy independent, you have to quantify it. Do you mean crude oil? Do you mean gasoline or refined oils? Do you mean compressed natural gas? Do I you mean, mean in coal? its totality. Are we use, producing as much as we produce or as we, uh, are we using as much as, producing as much as we need or enough that we can export some? Yeah, you just have to break it out. I'm not sure I could quantify energy in its entirety. In other words, if we produce... We energy independent. I, I would think well, we're we have probably caller. still energy independent. But if, if we produce, a, if we produce 60% more gas than we need and we trade it for oil, I'd still say we were energy independent. But we still import specialized oils through contracts. Dan, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning. Well, you know, my choice for senator would be Kathy Barnett. Oh, good choice. She's the real deal. And I heard her speak on the Beaver Springs radio station for one hour. And she grew up poor. She can identify with us and pull herself up by her bootstraps with the Lord's help, of course. And she's the real deal. And I would hope she would make it. And... uh I just don't, uh, uh, you know, I can't get excited about Oz. Why not? He's a pretty vacuous Hollywood type. Now, there you go again, vacuous. There's, look that I one up, Kevin. I can get excited <laughs> about Barnett. She's a Christian. Oz isn't. And I'd rather, much rather have her in there. She represents most of our values more so. Yeah, All right, tell me, tell me the difference between what Doctor Oz represents and her Christian values, as you call them. Where is where is he lacking in those values? Well, he has no discernible faith. That would be yeah, the first he's thing. Got, he's good at showmanship, and but I, I I just you know it's just a gut feeling, you know. It, I just can't get into Oz, and a lot of cons- people like me can't. You realize he's raising his children as Christians. Well, okay. 
Well, there's a difference. So that makes him a little. That, that make him a little better in your eyes. There's a difference between being a Christian and raising your children as. No, Christians. but I think he's he's certainly an ecumenical type guy. He's not going to force his religion on anybody or expect his religion to be uh, forced on him. Kathy other Barnett forced on him. Kathy Barnett, a U.S. Army veteran, a mother, and conservative activist, was a Republican nominee for U.S. Congress in Delaware County in 2020. A former adjunct and professor. Lost. Uh, well, that's true. That happens to half the politicians out there. The former adjunct professor of corporate finance joined the race in 2021, uh, also known for her career as a regular commentator on Fox News, received her signatures, uh, or actually got on the ballot March 7th. All right, to be continued, Dan, call us back. But your hero we, we endorsed Dr. Oz. Your hero. Uh, we don't, he, he lacks we don't wisdom. always fall at Trump, as you say. He's not my idol. All right. Hey, call and back, I, Dan. I do my own thinking. Good for you. (laughs) Think about hanging up. 1-800-795-9565. Vacuous. This is... Say it again. Vacuous. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is here. Mr. Kevin's on the other side of the glass. And Mr. Audience is out there. So uh, do the audience. And Miss Audience. And miss, yes. Miss, Ms. We, we Mrs. Miss, Miss, Mrs. Uh, we have all kinds of gender fluidity out there in our audience. So you can call in as uh, anyone you wish. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at on the market at or text us at 70236 include the keyword OTM I just saw a text pop up Tom always cries the workers the workers the Democrats don't give a wit about the workers all right 1-800-795-9565 call us Dr. Oz was in our area yesterday campaigning for U.S. Senate there's so much more opportunity in Snyder County that was part of the message from GOP U.S. Senate candidate Dr. Mehmet Oz when he visited the Valley Tuesday Dr. Oz, who's been endorsed by former President Donald Trump, was especially impressed after touring Woodmode Custom Cabinetry. You look at Woodmode, you see an example of American ingenuity. You see what people can do if they're not overregulated, if they're given the freedom to build something unique. This is an unbelievable facility, and Woodmode is able to create cabinetry that is unparalleled. But most importantly, we're proud to be an American because it's American-made, and that's what we want in this country. Oz says there's more room to grow nationwide and especially in Pennsylvania by using our own natural gas. He said Pennsylvanians are angry because they know energy prices are driving inflation. They know they have the solution right beneath their feet. They understand that an overreaching authoritarian federal government is limiting our ability to access energy from federal lands, which is our lands. There's no pipelines to ship them. We're giving up huge amounts of of income locally. We're paying extra money at the gas pump. We're not energy independent for that reason, like we were under President Trump. We should be energy dominant now. Oz even went so far as to say using natural gas is, quote, one of the wisest moves if anyone cares about the environment. If I were to take the natural gas under our feet here, 
in Pennsylvania and begin to use it to replace other sources overseas, it would be the equivalent of electrifying every vehicle in America, plus putting a solar panel on every residential roof, plus doubling wind energy, which is why America has already exceeded most of the Western countries in reducing our carbon footprint just because we've got the raw resources right here. Let's use it. Also in attendance for the tour at Woodmo Tuesday was U.S. Congressman Fred Keller, who was also endorsed Dr. Oz for U.S. Senate. You can see photos and video of Dr. Oz's visit to the Valley at WKOK.com and on our Facebook page. Matt Catrillo, News Radio 1070, WKOK. Today, David McCormick will be in the Valley making stops at the Kramer Creamery, which is, I think is uh, Joe's favorite hangout. No, 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 no. Country Creamery. Country Creamery, sorry about that. So. Uh, Strong Industries, and he'll have Mike Pompeo, who is a former Secretary of State, right, and former CIA Director, if I'm guessing correctly here. Uh, Dan Muser will be there at 5 o'clock as well. Muser is endorsing McCormick, and of course, Congressman Keller is endorsing Mamet. Oz. Uh, it was a very brief respite for Evangelical Community Hospital after having no patients on board with COVID-19 for a few days. Now they have one patient on board with COVID-19 at Evangelical Community Hospital. The Northern York School Board last night denied a proposal to create an after-school Satan club at the district's elementary school. They did so at their school board meeting last night. Despite the name, the club is not devoted to Satan worship or any kind of proselytizing, according to the Satanic Temple's co-founder <laughs> Douglas Messner. It's, well, you got to believe them, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> but he says they do not teach religion, they teach rational, fact-based science. But, of course, they chose the name Satanic, and the school board wouldn't go for it, and they said last night, no, Satanic Club. And we all know Satan is well known for his scientific, rational thought. (laughs) And telling the truth. (laughs) Telling the truth, right. All right. Uh, They don't call him the great deceiver for nothing. (laughs) Do they call him that? All right, the U.S., now this is about student loans. This could be a topic of discussion today. The U.S. Education Department yesterday announced fixes Tuesday to multiple student loan programs, giving thousands of borrowers immediate relief from student loan debt and bringing millions more years closer to having their student loans forgiven. It comes as the Biden administration continues canceling student loan debt, uh, continues examining student loan debt for millions of Americans. The changes are being made to the public service loan forgiveness programs and the income-driven repayment plans. According to the Education Department, the fixes will give 40,000 borrowers immediate forgiveness and at least uh, three Point six million borrows eventual relief if what they if keep repaying. What if I get repaying. the bank to forgive a car loan if I took one out? Well, this is a touchy <laughs> topic. I think we should Very discuss touchy. this. There's a lot to it. It has a lot of moving parts. But of course, the bottom line is, I think, is that it would be a wonderful giveaway for Democrats to help young people stay Democrats. But of course, there's some other factors associated with this. One of the uh, comments I heard this morning on this was that it would actually be inflationary if you forgave loans for a gazillion people at the same time. Well, certainly, and they would suddenly had a lot of mo- money, and they would buy all the things they haven't been able to buy in a while, and it would be inflationary. So do you want to do that, President Biden? All right, anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, finally, and this is, look up the definition of beating a dead horse. President Biden's <laughs> well, administration. That is where one whips an animal.
all that has been deceased. Right. <laughs> President Biden yesterday decided they would challenge a court ruling that threw out the mask mandate on public transportation. The U.S. Department of Justice says it's suing to reinstate the rule. Since a federal judge nixed it earlier this week, airlines have made masks optional on all domestic flights, but some airports are still making you wear one, so check before you fly. But honest to Pete, I mean, the, the pandemic is winding down. Uh, airplanes probably have, you know, 1% decent Oh, no, according ventilation. to EB, it's, according to EB, it's that horrible Republican judge that was appointed, has no experience. Well, okay, so maybe the judge is biased. <laughs> so we'll, we'll stipulate that that's possible. But um, I think, really... It's possible she realizes that we've gone too far, and now it's time to roll it back. Isn't it also possible that this is a good idea to go optional on masks? Sure it is. Sure it is. But if that's not wear, wear one, wear one. The course, right. Yeah, I think we're at a perfect time where if you wear one, you get some benefit from you it. You want to wear a dish rag in your head, I'm okay with that, too. It certainly would be more benefit if absolutely everybody around you was wearing an N95, but why should you make other people wear one? I think if you're wearing an N95, you're in good stead. If you are around people who aren't wearing a mask and you're wearing a cloth mask, you might as well not wear anything. Mask-wise. Okay. Right. <laughs> you say so, I'll take your word. one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Lance, thanks for your patience. Through the uh, headlines, you're on the mark. Hello, Lance. Has introduced legislation that would uh, bail out the struggling nuclear uh, power plants. I saw that, but only like $40 million or something, right? I mean, each plant is in the hole about $500 million, so I'm not sure what it would do. What Have you read any articles about what it would do exactly? No, I haven't really. All I heard was the headline blurb about it. Yeah, so. It's just a tiny pittance compared to the U.S. nuclear industry's situation. But... Mm. Uh, Maybe he's getting the uh, message, although I rather doubt it. I think it's just uh, really, like you say, uh, tuppence for um, the coming election, you know. Well, it's consistent with his renewable energy, um, or I guess scratch that, non-carbon policy. I guess uh, uranium's not renewable, but um, it would be consistent with the idea of reducing carbon footprint and you know emphasizing. I don't know. I think that's worth examining. For some strange reason, as environmentally oriented as I am, I've never been offended by nuclear power. Maybe because it's so controlled and you know everything's taken care of supposedly. So I know we have to find a dumping ground, a long-term place. I'm familiar with that. But for the spent rods you're um, talking right, right? Yeah. yeah 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 dumping ground we were thinking uh, the shale pits near Shimokan Dam but they have a better <laughs> idea somewhere <laughs> Oh, maybe we can get something going in Northumberland. Yeah, the Biden administration <laughs> is launching a $6 billion effort to rescue nuclear power plants at risk of closing, citing the need to continue nuclear power as a carbon-free source of power that helps combat ch- climate change. Tuesday, a certification and bidding process opened for a civil nuclear credit program that's intended to bail out financially distressed owners or operators of nuclear power plants. Owners or operators of the nuclear power reactors that are expected 
to shut down for economic reasons can apply for funding to avoid closing prematurely. Well, yeah, and I remember when TMI closed, it, it, they were they were five hundred billion in the debt in debt, you know. So it's just uh, largely because of government regulations. Well, yeah, trying to make the industry safer. They per- perhaps did go too far. I guess that's, uh, you know, a, a valid remark. All right. Three Mile Island, it was pretty safe. Your view on the idea of helping utility companies or uh, the investors, the sort of the plant, the companies that own nuclear power plants? No, it's probably a good idea, really. I yeah. mean, my uncle was a nuclear engineer. And he always said the big mistake they made was making them so big. And like in Europe, where well, France is, most of their electricity comes from nukes. They're small. Uh-huh. Okay. They're and they're standardized in France, too. They build the same plant everywhere they go, so they have some idea of how it's going to work and function. If we were smart, we'd do the same thing. And they were designed by a uh, engineering company right here in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Oh, yeah? Yeah, and that was kind of funny. But anyway, I really actually called about was the uh, Democrats and their ideas of uh, racism now. You think they could exercise a modicum of humility? I mean, after all, they're looking back on hundreds of years of unabashed racism, and they pulled themselves out of it. And instead of condemning everybody that is a racist, can't they understand and decide to give them a hand up and tell them how they came out of it? What that? But then I start to think that how can anybody really be as kind and compassionate and understanding as they say they are when they promote the murder of her own young? So it's just, uh, just my idea, I guess. What uh, nuclear power designing industry is based in Pennsylvania? I, I can't. I remember them talking about it. And maybe I, TRW. I'm not really sure. Maybe mm-hmm. TRW. I know Bechtel's in Virginia. That's their headquarters. Yeah, Bechtel Power is uh, big stuff, but I I can't remember. I really can't. That's okay. Go well, audience. What's the nuclear designing industry that's based in Pennsylvania or was at the time anyway? All right. Thank you so much, Lance. Thanks for checking in. Okay. Bye bye. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five. Six five is our telephone number. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Bob's on the line from Paxinus. Last caller before a quickie break. Go ahead, sir. Hey, good morning. I was calling. Uh, Joe said that Doctor Oz was a great candidate because he's a scientist. Well, then Doctor Fauci is a good scientist too. So he is a good scientist. You agree? I agree. He's a good scientist. I don't always agree with his decisions. But I certainly okay. think he has the credentials. You know, he has the credentials. No argument. Plus 40 years of public service. Plus experience, right. And Nancy Pelosi is, what, about 80 years old? Yep. Yeah. So yeah. you don't think she earned every penny she has? Nope, I don't think she earned a single one of them, I think. Her. <laughs> she was in politics her whole life, Joe. And how long have how, you been in And politics? how rich did she get? Well, if I've been in politics for some 40 years in local government, but I have not amassed millions of dollars from my office as Nancy Pelosi has. Well, I guess that's one of the benefits of being in office. I wish I would have got into politics when I was younger, too. <laughs> well, it's it's not 
it's not getting into politics that makes you rich. It's what you do with influence peddling and stuff after you're there. Well, speech writing, speech making speech all making, over the right. world. And That's influence peddling, in books. my opinion. Right, and here's what I have to say about Dr. Oz. Pull back the curtain and see what's true. What do you, so yeah, what, the great Oz. You ever watch the Wizard of Oz? <laughs> Wizard yeah. of Oz. Are we the talking about Oz, the same Oz? Awesomeness in that. Are we talking about the Wizard of Oz? The classic line. Ignore the man behind the curtain. Pay no attention to him. Right. And here's the biggest thing that I called about. All this gun violence. Every day we're seeing mass shootings across the United States. The Republicans were in office. They had the House. They had the everything and nothing was ever done about gun control of any kind to stop this and the democrats have it now what are they doing we're trying our best what how and it how? doesn't get through it how? gets passed from the house to the senate and it goes put on the floor and it gets pooped on the republicans or democrats <laughs> have control of the house and the senate uh, not, uh, to my understanding not right now yes they we do. have the house but enough not enough votes in the senate well then you know so they can bring the stuff up, but they don't bring it up. It's not passing. If it passes and it, they don't get, they need 60 votes. It's their own rule. The Democrats set the rules. Well, apparently something needs to be done because this gun violence in our country is okay. way well, out of hand. And why isn't anybody complaining about all this money we're sending to Ukraine? I don't think why anything. Why isn't nobody complaining about sending billions and billions of dollars to another country? I think because but we're... when our government helped us during the pandemic. That was horrible. That was my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren's <laughs> money, and you're just giving it away. <laughs> Bob, there's a lot of irony. Thank you so much for calling in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, have a good day. Take care. Yeah, we've had a lot of mass shootings lately, but I don't think we're ever going to do anything about it. I think this is our fate. Well, I think... Uh, the shootings lately like we're have done with been... ghost guns. You know, I go back to what Stan says. You put that gun in the corner, and it's not going to go off right. by itself. And and most of these things have been, uh, go a lot of them have been ghost guns. Some of them have been people, you know, typically they want to say, it's always white supremacists shooting up places, but there have been black people committing these crimes, too. It's a problem, but it's a human problem. It's not a gun problem. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to just put it out there for somebody to correct me. Okay. On the, on the latest mass shootings, of which there have been about a half a dozen, I don't think n any were done by a mentally... Uh, unstable person who yeah I think that guy in New York is pretty demonstrably mentally unstable uh, but the uh, subway shooter and the smoke bomb uh, guy okay yeah I, I don't think he's got all of it didn't he have a political motive though well he believed a lot of things you know he ran ran it against white people black people I mean he okay. just didn't have all okay. all of his he was so, a yeah, brick maybe shy it, of a load okay we'll strike that one then but then the, thank you for correcting me I think the rest are, are uh, people that are heavily armed and something breaks loose. Or they're gang-related, you know, and that, uh, there's That's been terrible saying. shootings in Harrisburg, even. People right, same killed. thing. Right. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Standby callers and emailers will be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. 
If you find the lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. I'm just a bill, yes, I'm only a bill, and I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Well, it's a long, long journey to the Capitol City. It's a long, long wait while I'm sitting in committee, but I know I'll be a law someday, at least I hope and pray that I will. But today I am still just a bill. Very nice, very nice. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Schoolhouse rocks. Yeah, that, that was back before the vortex was installed to remove brain matter. You don't hear the Saturday morning school programs saying, you go to Washington, D.C., and they hook up the device, and it takes out all your cranium matter. <laughs> well, that certainly is an interesting song. Maybe you get over there and... <laughs> act vitriotically decisive. I wish device. I had a gong right now. <laughs> a bong. <laughs> uh, we have your bell. Don't you ring a bell when Joe and I fight, Ben? Yeah, but the gong would be more gong showish. Yeah, Remember the, yeah, the gong show? That was a great. What's that guy's name? The host of that? Uh, da, 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 da. I can't think of his Wasn't name. Wasn't it Chuck Barris? Chuck Barris. That's it. You got it. Chuck Barris. He was good. <laughs> Bob, you're on the mark. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I'd like to make two statements and then I to the main course. I took a survey last night and they asked if uh, I wanted Biden uh, to continue the uh, border wall. B-O-R-D-E or war, a wall. And the second was Pittsburgh I saw in the paper some time ago is putting on two hydro plants. We have the Susquehanna going right by our door here. Maybe we ought to look at that a little bit. That isn't what I called. Why I called was I uh, talked, I listened to Tucker last night. And Tucker has uh, a statement from the New Jersey female prison over there. They have two female inmates that are pregnant in an all-women's facility. <laughs> they check the thing and they have a trans male there. There's a rooster in the hen house. Yeah. <laughs> this is done, this, this is supposed to be legal in 49 states that a trans can be entered in the female prison. So uh, we speak. are looking for trouble or not, I guess, I, I guess I'm wrong. That's an, uh, well, you know, what, what are they saying about it? Well, that, that's as far as it got. They didn't go any further, but they, they found that they had this discovery. Well, I would think if they found that out, and they, they would have tried to decide whether or not they needed some policy in place about that. Well, you're not supposed to have intercourse, I'm sure, about that. But it could have been a guard, too. Does it have to be an inmate? No, they, they pictured the, the, the perpetrator. It was a, it was a, he was pony, he had a, heroin a bun. He's a suspected person. But anyway, I just thought it was kind of cute. You know, you can't have both sides of the street here with this trans thing. I, I'm sorry, but, you know, I think we should play in our own ball game rather than have a special enter into everybody else's ball game. Thank you. That's my statement. Okay. All right. Thank you so Thank much you for calling, calling in. Appreciate your call. Uh, Stan, what's on Stan's mind? Well, Bob calls up and railing for more gun control <laughs> because he says there's gun violence. I have never seen a gun by itself commit any violence upon anyone anywhere. Am I correct on that? Oh, yes, yeah. and Stan, you don't have to worry about a thing. Nothing will ever happen in the U.S. related to guns and uh, mass shootings, so you're safe. Uh, I will never go that far, Mark, because there are idiots down there in D.C. If they get their way, remember, they want to do away with the filibuster. They do away with the filibuster. It's open game, 
Open season on everything, whether you like it or not. It'll be open season, so as long speak. as the Democrats are in control. And the Republicans maybe do some stupid stuff, too. I won't discount that. But right now, it's the Democrats supposedly in charge down there. And they're the ones that want to do away with the filibuster, not the Republicans. True. So that's, you know, I, I think we need a little more criminal control. All right? When, when the criminals commit crimes, throw them in prison. If they're convicted of a heinous crime, execute them. Plain and simple. I've said that before, and I'll keep saying it. Well, that certainly would solve one of the problems, which was recidivism, if we kill that, people. <laughs> that's right. If they're not around, they're never going to recommit, are they? I think what bothers me most is I can understand people wanting to do something. It's that what a, what a friend of mine used to call the let's paint the barn and put on a show mentality. We've got to do something. So right. we can't really address the core issue, which is people's, what, unreasonableness, their insanity, their mental aberrations that cause them to shoot somebody, kill somebody. You know, those are the problems. How are we ever going to catch anybody in advance, you know, and say, all right, well, we think Stan's got a screw loose, and he may well take those guns he has and shoot somebody. Well, in this country, we can't just lock you up because we think you might be a danger. So what are we going to do? It's a mental health issue, and that's got what's got to be addressed. You know, or it's a poverty issue. I guess some people would say that. Well, we have to come up with a red flag law that is acceptable, fair, and legal. And that is going to be a high burden. You know, this idea the ones where, you know, it still whittles down to just one judge making the decision as to taking somebody's guns away. That's too narrow. We have talked about on the show over and over that judges are biased. So if you get an anti-gun judge, I don't think you, you, the potential exists anyway. You wouldn't get a fair hearing. Well, most, of those, most of the red flag laws are done without due process to the person being accused of whatever they're being accused of, correct? Yeah, because of the expediting nature but of isn't them. There, isn't there, if we're ever going to solve this problem, isn't society going to have to accept the fact that occasionally we might overreact? Over, overreact in what way? Who? By taking, by, by intervening in someone's life because we think they have oh. the potential to cause, or to commit mass murder, or to be a serious problem with a gun or a firearm. Right, the red flag oh, law. Okay. If it's a people two, problem, two, we have, if it's a people problem, we have to address the people angle. To what end? Because, you know, there will be over, overzealous prosecutors and judges, and you all know that, because, look, the guy that attacked the subway what last weekend yep. whatever it was a week a week or so ago he had been online he has a youtube channel where he rants racist stuff against whitey you know <laughs> I, and and he was evidently from what i read he was on the fbi's watch list for terrorists and then they just kind of i guess they had more important things to do like you know investigating parents that are complaining at the school boards and, and attacking trump so they had more you know, pressing matters. All right, but should should they have been aggressive in moving in and taking his guns? That's the thing. He didn't commit any crimes other than speech. So which, then you, you we, don't we want know, to take... We, we, no, we are not going after people's speech, although the left does it all the time through social media and tech giants. They're constantly attacking people's free speech, but as we've been told, they're private companies, so they can do that, except... When they do it on the behest of the government, which they have done when it comes to COVID information. So what is, accept what is acceptable 
an acceptable demonstration of personal behavior or animus or whatever you want to call it. What is a what is a perfect demonstration of something where you would support the government moving in and taking somebody's guns on at least a temporary basis? Well, if the guy has tried to harm himself or he has shown a tendency to, to physically harm someone. What, which de is what describe a tendency. Describe a tendency. Is that a blog well, that says... Well, if they have physically harmed someone. That's why we have restraining orders, correct? Well, you know what good they do. Well, I know they're as good as the paper written. And you know, they're worth as much as the paper they're written on. I understand that. But that's the... Uh, if, the if the local law would do what they're supposed to do, we, but I'm afraid... When they, when they institute the, the restraining orders, there's a time frame in there which the person that has it against them has to turn in any firearms or weapons that they have, correct? Well, my opinion is it shouldn't be up to that person if they're going to have a restraining order against them for past grievances. Now, I understand that women will put restraining orders on people just because they can, which is wrong, too. But if it's going to have a restraining order, then the sheriff needs to go out there, send their deputies to that person's home, and if they have to, get a search warrant from the judge, search the home for all weapons, and take them from them, and store them properly. The problem, the other, it's the other problem. They do not store them properly. They'll just throw them in a vault somewhere, and rust, and who cares what happens to them. And the person that has a restraining order, once it's dropped, has to go request them back. They're not automatically given to them. That I know. Right, and maybe they're irreparably damaged because of right. uh, the poor because, treatment. Because they don't care. And, and that person, because, you know, spouses in, in divorce, a lot of times, the woman will, because of the woman's center, I've seen it happen, will tell them the, the, the woman that they need to get a restraining order against their hub, husband, even though he may have never done anything to her. You know, so he's between a rock and a hard place, and the system's screwed up. I understand it, and I don't know what the answer is. But to go out and punish, as the left wants to do all the time, law-abiding citizens that have never done anything to anyone, take their guns, restrict what they can own, and all that is a bunch of bull. Well, I still say if, it's, if we're going to acknowledge the fact that it's a people problem, not a firearms problem, then we have to find some satisfactory way of addressing the people issue that's part of the problem. And it's got to be consistent, and maybe it's going to mean that some people have their Second Amendment rights trampled on for a short period of time in order to prevent a tragedy. You know, I'm willing to say that that's, that might be what we have to do. If you told me that I thought some guy might go shoot up a movie theater or open fire at a party of four, four or 500 people on a Saturday night, I would want somebody to step in and look at that very closely. And if they thought that taking his guns away temporarily was worthwhile, then he should do it. Well, right. Joe, All right. we have perfect examples where that never happened. And the Florida shooting at the Marjorie Stoneman, whatever school it was down there on... Valentine's Day in 2017 or 18, whichever day it was, that guy was on the radar of the local cops for years. Already. Yeah. And they never did anything to him, except, so he never had a record, so he was allowed, he was able to purchase a firearm because he had no record, because they failed to either put him in a mental facility because of the tendencies he was showing, you know, of harming animals and threatening people and all that. He did, they never committed him. So he had no record to stop him because a right. background check would have stopped it. 
All right, we got you, Stan. Thank you Thanks, so much. Stan. Appreciate your call. Thanks. Appreciate that. 1-800-795-9565. Got a couple of emails and texts. We'll read those when we come back. We got a caller waiting, but we'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, we're talking about uh, red flag laws at this exact moment, but uh, we also talked a tiny bit about student loans. We'll President get to Biden that when we come back. Student loan <laughs> forgiveness idea. Dr. Oz was in our area, so we had a little political discussion earlier today. 1-800-795-9565. One of our good listeners suggested folks look into and support Kathy Barnett. Who among these Republican candidates that are running for Senate or Governor do you support and why? 1-800-795-9565. Okay, Rob Center's our fabulous producer. We got Bob on the line. Rob Center, what happened to Kevin? <laughs> yeah, I'm just harassing. <laughs> For the first time since he sat back down in that chair. Well, one of the first times he played a, what is our uh, good, fantastic pumper music that Kevin put in a couple years ago. But regardless, Bob is on the line. Good morning, sir. Thanks for waiting a short time. Yet another minute. You got a minute. Yeah, I was just calling, uh, as far as Dan goes, I'm not about taking guns away from people. I mean, it's your right to have guns. I have a dozen of them. But the thing is, people that have mental illnesses that are uh, under doctor's cares and stuff like that, they're allowed to have guns as long as they don't say anything wrong. But as soon as they say something wrong, the state police are coming in and taking their guns away. But the thing is... These people take their guns and they give them to family members or somebody to hide them away from uh, the, the... Not anymore. The law. Not anymore? Of, yeah, they changed that law. You have to give it to the sheriff, who doesn't take good care of okay. them. Okay. Who may and, not and take good care of them. the other thing is, me. why don't they make people that have guns have to have good credit? Why, what's that you know, got to do with If you don't have a job, you shouldn't have a gun. Why would you need a gun if you don't have a job? Because you can't buy ammunition. Well, yeah, you can have enough ammunition to go hunting and hunt for food. I mean, if, if I didn't have any income, I could go hunt for deer and rabbit and pheasant and eat them. But, I mean, that's, that's one way to look at it is, you know, set a standard where you have to have good credit or uh, better something another. Well, you have to have a driver's license, license, don't you? Away from people. That was never my intention of taking guns away from people because it's our amendment, no. our, you know, our first no. member right. Bob, you have I to think have a dri driver's license to get a gun? No. No? Maybe to get a carry permit. But, well, well, if, you, if you need a driver's license to vote, you should need a driver's license to get a gun. <laughs> no. You do need a driver's license because you have to show you, well, you need, you have you to need an ID. But no, you can get a license when you're 11 years old. Yeah, you can use a photo ID like a passport or, or just a standard pen. I don't pen even know photo. if you need a photo ID, but I'm surprised you're not arguing how, oh, we can't have a photo ID for getting to gun. I'm just <laughs> arguing how the laws are. Not arguing either way. I, 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 no, I, I have no argument about showing my ID for when I go in to vote. I do show it, and they don't even really need it because they, I live in my district. They know who I am. Right. They uh, have my signature on file. Oh, file. we got to go. And Bob. if somebody's going <laughs> to illegally vote for me, go. they need to know a lot of information about me. All right. We Got gotcha, you, Bob. Thanks, Thank Bob. you for calling in, uh, Lance. You get another minute. That was actually two minutes. Go ahead. Well, when uh, you were uh, t talking about the uh, your your chances of being killed in a mass shooting if you were not up to some nefarious uh, deeds, you know, are like one. What was, I figured it out. One fortieth of what it would be if you were hit by a drunken driver. 
Now, if you are a crook, you know, if you are committing a crime, why well, your chances are, uh, of course, going up exponentially. But I'm talking about the folks that worry about, you know, being mowed down by some uh, nutcase. Why? Why? It's just uh, ridiculous to think about it. And also, uh, Barbara Barnett is really the candidate. Kathy I, Barnett. Okay, what? Name. What's that? Kathy Barnett. <laughs> oh, Kathy Barnett. Excuse me. Oh, wow. Well, I know a Barbara, so that's what happened there. Um, I have listened to her talk. I shook her hand. I've looked in her eyes, and that lady is really for real and really believes in what she says. Well, I've looked in Dr. Oz's eyes, and I know he believes in what he says, too. Well, she did a super job in I don't the, know. Uh, I have a postcard from uh, some of Dr. Oz's uh, snake oil. <laughs> okay. What? You know, it's male enhancement. Joe has a uh, suspension of disbelief from all of Dr. Oz's past. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter what you have. <laughs> I mean, this, this, this sounds like the medicine show wagon, uh, you know, on steroids, really. Yep. It's the medicine show on Viagra, actually. All right, we well, got you, Lance. That's what it was. Too. Okay, thank you, Lance. Have a good one. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you, sir. Upper right-hand corner, Joe. Please. All right. While colleges sit on large endowments, and sit, I guess they mean sit on large endowments, and pay exorbitant salaries, looks like I get to pay student tuitions. How about Biden? How can Biden do this without Congress? I don't think he should be able to do it without Congress. I, I, I think don't think he should be just, able to do it at all. Well, yeah, I, I think they're just doing it because it's a change in the existing no, program. No, it, it is a way for the Democrats to give people something for free in order to gain votes. Right. Well, that's, know, I said that's about my uh, there's no I, argument there. But I'm just saying I think they can do it within the Department of Education. They're just changing the loan terms. If I borrow money to finance my education and I wind up getting a degree in Asian art history <laughs> and I uh, spend sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 a year to get that degree, in the end, I can't find a job because nobody wants a degree in Asian art history. Why should I get the government to give me my, my money for free? I made that well, choice. Well, the specific f loan forbearance or the loan forgiveness that they're talking about are for people who are in the uh, public service loan forgiveness program. Uh, that if you work in public service employment, you know, like education or government or uh, policing or military, then you, that's one of these. The other one is for low-income families. So they're not, it, this isn't a broad thing. It's only affecting about 40 million people, I think. In I that. thought the whole idea of student loans was to help low-income families, to help kids who couldn't go, go to college any other way. No, I think and then the idea was they would pay it back when they get a job because we got them a better job because they have an education. But now we're saying, well, we gave you the education, you got the job, but don't give us the money back. I think they gave out loans willy-nilly. Well, they did give them out willy-nilly. So, But anyway, so the re repayment plan is just for 40 million people, and it's folks that are in the low-income repayment plan. And I believe you have to be current in your repayments. You can't be in forbearance or, you know, behind if you want some. And it's not an outright forgiveness. It's an eventual forgiveness. And it's also for that uh, public service loan program that but gives you some loan regardless, forgiveness later. Regardless, if I borrowed the money 
you to should get pay the back. education. Well, and, and, and that's a perfectly good if argument. If I borrow money to buy a car, the bank is going to expect me to pay it back. Right, but I the, don't expect the government to ask for loan forbearance so that I don't have to pay for my car. But our vortex people in Washington, D.C. have turned this into a political argument. Of course they have. All right, next up, you are on the mark. Go right ahead. Thanks for calling in. Uh, yes, thank you for taking my call. Yeah, I was listening to you about these gun laws and stuff. How in the world are you going to stop some crazy person or a sane person? I, I've, uh, when I was in the service, there was a crazy guy. I don't know how he got in. But he was inventing, trying to invent machines to kill the first sergeant and the, the captain. And, and he, just, he just ranted and raved about that all the time. It's, it's premeditated, just like Sandy Hook, that boy that killed his mother, stole her gun, and went and shot all those people. So, uh, you know, you, even if you take the guns away from somebody that's crazy, if, if, if they have, have that intent in their heart, and but mostly it's premeditated, they're going to go to the neighbor's place if they know their neighbor has guns, and when their neighbor's away, uh, go in there and take their guns and go kill somebody. It, the people that do these things. I've, I've been in Israel quite a bit, and they have terrorists over there, of course, they're all over the world, but Hezbollah and so forth. And if they can't get guns, they'll get a knife and get on a bus and just start stabbing people. I mean, and how are you going to take a knife away from people? It is impossible to do. Uh, it, just, it just isn't going to work, you know? Uh, but that doesn't mean you don't try. Go around, uh, that, murdering Joseph, people. You Joseph, know what I mean? Joseph, that doesn't mean you don't try. It doesn't mean you don't try. If it's a people oh. problem, if the, the knife isn't going to stab anybody on its own, the gun isn't going to shoot anybody on its own. But if we don't take a, take a good hard look at people and whether or not they have mental aberrations, and I agree with you, many of them do, you know, we need to do something to stop them. And the, I, I don't think gun laws are going to do it, but I think mental health laws and, um, you know, requirements like that are going to help. What do you call them, Mark? What did you say they were? Uh, red flag Red flag laws, mm -hmm. yeah. You know, I would support oh, oh, red flag good. laws. And President Biden was talking about ghost guns. Hey, where's the say in the Constitution you can't make a gun? Our early forefathers, uh, a lot of them were blacksmiths, and they made their own rifles, their own muskets and shotguns. You know, <laughs> it's ridiculous. But anyhow, again, you, you're right. Gun laws, they, they just don't do the trick. It just isn't going to work. Fair right. enough. We got you. Yep, Thank I you. agree yeah, with and you. And I'd like to make one comment on on something Dan said there. He said he had a gut feeling about this lady that's running for senator or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. I don't re claim to read Dan's mind, but what I think he may have meant, and he can call in and correct me, is that his spirit does not bear witness with the spirit of uh, Dr. Oz, because I don't know if Dr. Oz is a born-again believer or not. I've never really listened to him talk. But this woman, evidently Dan has listened to her quite a bit, and there is a, a witness there in the spirit that this woman is, in all probability, a born-again believer. All right. Many all right. call Fair themselves enough. Christians Fine. and are we'll not born-again believers. We'll ask Dan to call back you know in if he I mean? believes that. Yep. Thank you. We'll ask Dan to call back <laughs> if he agrees. Thanks. Have hey, a good yeah, one. I can call back. Right. Bye. All right. Thank you. 1-800-795-9565. Line 2, all set to go, correct? Uh, I don't know. Not yes. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Well, I have to get my screen restarted here. Okay, uh, go ahead. You're on the air. I, uh, you claim to be uh, an educated Democrat. No. Well, I didn't go to Bucknell or anything. You do loan forgiveness, right? 
you're going to have Joe Schmo's kids paying for these rich kids, these, these student loans. You just said 40 million people. Now, if you have a debt and you're a race of debt, there is still a debt. The taxpayers are going to pay that back. Right. Your grandkids are going to pay that back. Like, wake up. Well, I wish... You get a loan, you go to school. Why should a kid that goes to trade school pay taxes on a kid that goes to college and get reimbursed? Excellent point. Wake up. You understand that they, they're, they're scratching for votes. They have nobody... Everybody's I think that's exactly. Going, I think that's exactly what we said. That they're just going for votes. I didn't advocate for this. I didn't say it was a good idea. I just read the AP copy. That's what they're talking about. We're discussing it, so I clarified what the specifics are about. I don't think it's a good idea. Every, it should be plainly obvious to everyone. They're just pandering to votes. I didn't go to Bucknell, but I am an it's educated like, it's like Democrat. Money, fake money. It's just, just, they're just going for votes. And, and when are you going to wake up that this Democratic Party is a joke? <laughs> I think it's a, it's a, it's, I think it's a Washington D.C. thing, but uh, whatever you say. All right, thank you so much, sir. Thanks for calling in. Yep, good. Agree with you. Thanks for calling. That, that is the Bucknell Republican there. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine. Only one. Uh, no, I'm sure there's quite a few. One eight hundred. Mr. Langone might qualify as a Republican. All right, I'll hit the button anyway. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, he can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Back. 1-800-795-9565, upper right-hand corner, Joe. One says, good morning. Even though President Donald Trump endorsed Dr. Oz, I will be voting for Kathy Barnett. The reason I am not voting for Dr. Oz is because at a point he was holding dual citizenship. I believe he found out that you have to relinquish that or you cannot see private top secret information. I think he did do away with his citizenship in Turkey, but I have seen people change and then they're in office. That's my feeling on Dr. Oz. I think if I had a citizenship to another country, that's where my heart would be. All right, no lower right hand. A lot of people came here from other countries and became Americans. You know, I'm sorry, but well, uh, I don't think this has anything to do with being an immigrant. It has everything to do with having dual citizenship and I de facto dual allegiance. A lot of immigrants had dual citizenship for a time, and they gave it up. And Dr. Oz is giving it up. So, all right, don't uh, don't you get this about the Biden administration paying loans? It's noise, just like the last clown noise. Well, I think he's. I think he implement. I think this is a program. They're going to do this. I'm not sure they need outside approval to change the student loan term. Well, what's her name? Olivia Casio Cortez wants over a trillion dollars in loan right to just forgive them all. Right, that's not going to happen. Dan, you're on the mark. Yes, uh, calling back about C Kathy Barnett. That's is Joseph nailed it. That's exactly what I 
felt every time I heard her, the witness in the spirit. Okay. She's the real deal. All right. Well, that was the question Joseph asked. He wanted to know where you stood, and you've confirmed that Joseph was right. She's the real deal. And I did get snake oil stuff from Oz after he started to run exactly the same junk that our friend Lance got. So let me ask you this question, Dan. Your, your, your girl isn't going to win. She's at, what, 2% in the polls. We so let's don't say, know yet. Well, well, let me ask you this hypothetical. Dr. Oz wins, and Fetterman is the candidate on the Democratic side. Are you going to sit this one out, or are you going to vote for Oz? Oh, well, come on, Joe. No, I'm just curious. I, I, I don't know yet. I, it's a long way. I'm counting on the good citizens of Pennsylvania to use their head and vote for the right person. Well, they will be. They're going to be voting for Dr. Oz. by a snake oil salesman. <laughs> That's what I'm praying and hoping. Dan, well, no, I'm not going to uh, say anything yet. Dan and I agree on this topic. <laughs> Dr. Oz. Yeah, how about that, Mark? <laughs> this don't happen every day. It's an Easter miracle. Hey, okay. You guys have a great You too, Dan. Take care. Thank you bye, so much bye. for calling in. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Super Duper Job will be back with Open Phones tomorrow. John Shipman's going to be our co-host on Friday, so we have Open Phones on that day as well. You are listening to News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury. Next up, the Dan Patrick Show, then the Dave Ramsey Show later this afternoon, then the Steve Jones Show. Get your snake oil.